and welcome back to the Divorce Solutions Podcast, everybody. Jamie West here with lawyer Tracy Miller, uh, who's been a family law practitioner for a very long time, long enough to be able to do her own podcast. Good to see you and good to talk to you, Tracy. Yeah, good to talk to you. How's it going? Everything's going well. Everything's going well. Um, today on the, on the podcast, we're going to talk about something that gets talked about a lot when people split up. In fact, some people would say that it's one of the main reasons that people split up, and that is infidelity, which is a fancy word for cheating on your partner. Um, and the question of the day is... Does cheating or infidelity matter when it comes to your family law matter and settling uh, your divorce or separation? And what a giant question I'm... Isn't it, though? Oh, I mean, when, when clients come in, um, you know, there's a lot of cases where that's an issue for, for various reasons. And you have to have a conversation about when something's important to you, but when it's legally relevant is a different thing. Right. So when somebody says it's not relevant, it doesn't mean it's not important because obviously it's really important to the people that are involved in it. But at the, if it's not legally relevant, it means the person that's hearing this doesn't need to know about it to make the decision. Right. So you, you sort of have to wrap your head around that, that distinction um, to understand. I mean, if you look at, and child support's the easy, easiest issue to look at, if I'm a judge hearing this, I need your income. I need to know what the child support guidelines say. It's not relevant to me, that part of your history. Like, I don't need it to decide that issue, right? Right. So, so I think that's where it gets tough for people. I think that it's really difficult to manage that whole emotional issue and then have somebody tell you, okay, I'm not going to put it in the material because it has nothing to do with it, right? So it's a tough discussion. Well, isn't it? Doesn't this go way back to history? And I think people again, uh, kind of figure out what they think they know about family law or law in general from watching TV shows and movies. And it, it back way back when in the Stone Age, um, <laughs> there was fault assigned in divorces, right? Way back when, but long before we had the, the reforms that have been in place here in Ontario or in Canada that... I think came in around 1968, but before that, you know, they were judgmental. They could, they would pin um, cheating on one party or the other as the reason for the divorce, and you know, they were wise to reform all of that and say, you know, that doesn't really matter. That's kind of family business. That's kind of the reason why you're here. But legally, we don't really care. We care about, you know dividing up the assets, dividing up the money, making sure the kids are looked after, and all of that kind of stuff. Social science started to have an effect on the statutes. Wouldn't you agree? Well, I think so. And I think, you know, part of the problem will become that once you start to wade into those allegations, and once you somebody on the other side is in a position that they have to respond to all of this, um, it makes it really difficult to try and sit down and resolve issues that might have nothing to do with it because it'll cloud everything. I mean, how can it not, right? Sure. And, and it's the same thing with property. I mean, it is supposed to be a no-fault system, and there's very limited circumstances where something like this would ever make a difference. And it just makes it makes property a calculation for the most part. 
right? So yeah. we don't, if I'm, in, for the most part, if I'm trying to figure out how the property issues are going to resolve, who slept with who, to be blunt about it, probably has nothing to do with it. Right. Nothing at all. Or how many times or in what nope. way. Nope. You know, all of that is, is really is really largely ir- irrelevant. Maybe, you know, maybe sexual stuff becomes irrelevant um, depending on whether or not children are exposed to certain things and, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, that's getting into very specific uh, situations that are pretty rare, I think. But could that well, I think be a place be- where it becomes relevant? I think, again, it's it's always really important for people, and it's very difficult to distinguish that because now you're into a situation where there's probably a lack of trust. There's a whole lot of emotional issues that go with it. Mm-hmm. And I think people have difficulty trying to not let that um, influence decisions with respect to the children. But if, when you separate, the other person has a good parent, then it's probably not going to make a difference. And why should it? When you think about it, right? You may, maybe you can't stand the sight of them because what's happened, that's not going to mean that they don't have a relationship with the other parent, at least not in my experience well, in those and cases. And that's really, I think you're hitting on a really important point there. That's one of the things, uh, one of the myths that's out there floating around is that because he or she cheated on me, um, that that makes them morally reprehensible and that surely the judge or the court is going to see them as morally reprehensible. And so I'm getting the kids and because the kids can't be with somebody who's morally reprehensible, and that's the end of that. And so there's these giant uh, inflated mythologies that exist in the minds of people, and sometimes they're fueled and pumped up by well-meaning but ill-informed friends and so on and so forth. It just, that just isn't going to happen. That's not going to happen. No, and, you know, in a lot of cases, it's a good thing that it doesn't. I mean, if you're looking at it and it's supposed to be a child-focused discussion, and in my experience, when judges or whoever it is looks at it, they want the kids to have a relationship with both parties. If that's the only issue that they're, you know, there's a rift between the parents and that's what has happened you know, most of the time, that's not really going to impact the situation with custody and access, at least not in my experience. But, you know, the bigger, one of the other issues that it goes to is people need to look after themselves. And I know this is a whole other topic for another podcast, but the first thing people need to do is look after yourself, right? Get get counseling, mm-hmm. um, whatever it is you want to do so you're focusing on self-care, and then you can come to the table and deal with these issues. Because otherwise in that, if you can't, if you're just an emotional wreck and you don't do anything to try and help yourself, it's going to be 10 times harder trying to get these issues resolved. Well, and I think it is relevant to this podcast, what you just said, because I don't know of anything that's tied up in more emotion than, um, you know, than than people cheating on one another. That nothing gets people you know, ramped up emotionally more than, more than that. So it's relevant to this question about whether, you know, infidelity or cheating is, you know, is going to be a, any kind of a factor in your, as far as judges and courts are concerned, where settling your matter is concerned or for mediators or arbitrators, uh, quite frankly. Um, you know, I think that it is relevant. And I know that on future editions, we will get, we'll have some experts come in and talk about specifically what those, 
emotional triggers are and how, you know, our listeners can go about um, helping themselves resolve that. But it, but that piece that you just said is relevant uh, because everybody's looking for vindication at that point. Once they're ramped up, they want somebody to tell them that their ex was a no good rotten, you know what? <laughs> and they're <laughs> yeah. asking the judge to do it and the judge isn't going to do it. And so they're going to be disappointed or well, even he- you as the lawyer, you're not going to say it either. Really? You know what the other thing is, and and I I don't want to be disrespectful because so many people this is a this is such a crucial issue to them. But to have somebody you don't know that's a judge look at your ex when they're testifying and say, yeah, you're a real bastard, mm. and you're going to pay fifty thousand dollars and go through two years of grief, and at the end of the day, they're probably going to be seeing the kids anyway. Right. You're well advised to take a step back and and deal with your own situation right and work your own issues through so you can come to this with a clear head because it's it's pretty um it's pretty anticlimactic if you do a cross examination and then you realize they still go outside and they still have to decide who's picking the kids up on Wednesday well, right after you do that kind of damage and i think you again you're making a good point when you're when you're mired in uh when you're mired in the emotion uh, then you're not likely able to see the picture clearly or from a wider perspective, namely uh, around what's best for your children. And therefore, you're not able to make the kinds of decisions that aren't bathed in emotion that you need to make in order to get the thing to resolve more quickly and frankly, less expensively and more favorably for everyone concerned. And it's even about it's even about self-preservation, right? I mean, for the people that are involved in this, because if you're the person that is really struggling dealing with this, it's not going to get any easier if you get into court, or which is just another, litigation is another name for going to court, or you're going to get into a really contested proceeding. It's not getting any easier for you, I'll tell you. When you start doing this, it's just going to get more emotional than it already is. And there's a whole bunch of talented people that deal with just this. The parenting coordinators and the social workers um, that are family professionals that have a skill set. And this is what they do. They work through these emotional issues. Um, I mean, if there's issues, for example, about, you know, we want to set up guidelines. If somebody else is going to have a relationship, we're going to set up some guidelines about when you introduce kids to the new partner, what the timing is, how we're going to handle it. There's people that will deal with all of that with you. Right. So it's you can get to a resolution, but you just have to start with yourself. Right. It's like, what's that saying? You put the oxygen mask on yourself first, then you worry about everybody else. Yeah, that's a, a, a great saying. And it's apropos um, in the case of um, divorce and separation. It's tough, though. It's it's I get it. It's very difficult. Um, everybody's very emotional, um, very emotional at the very beginning. Um Certainly, they are uh, unknowing. Uh, they don't know much about lawyers. They and we've talked about this on the show. They they don't know much about lawyers. They don't know about, much about court process. They don't know much about anything. Uh, so, the the only thing that they're going on at the beginning is a lot of emotion. And you're absolutely right. And I say this to clients all the time. The first thing you've got to do is find a way to dial it down. Um, yeah. Not the other way around. I know that that it sounds counterintuitive to a lot of people, 
at the beginning of their separation that they just want to go out there and, you know, show the other person, you know, who's boss and take control and, you know, maybe uh, hurt the other person through the children. That's an, those thoughts are absolutely ill-conceived. You will get no return on investment from them. Um, you've got to find a way to put aside this, the anger that you have around the fact that your partner cheated on you. It doesn't really matter um, legally. I, I, yeah, again, it's a difference between relevant and important, right? I mean, it, it's important to people in many situations that you deal with in family law. It's simply not going to be relevant. And I think there's a lot of people that have uh, people that are supporting them that don't help because uh, they they really are with them saying, wasn't she horrible? Or he never should have done that. Or I can't believe they should have done that. Like surely to God, somebody, when they look at this, that's going to be important. And people, when they're trying to be supportive, if they don't know what the issue really is, can sometimes just fuel the situation and it really doesn't help, right? So talk to somebody that has some expertise in this area and learn what's going to be important and what's relevant because there's a very big distinction. Right. And understand that generally speaking, um, cheating or infidelity is not going to be the factor that you think it's going to be in your uh, in your legal matter. Now, having said that, we always say to people listening to the podcast, you have to get your own professional advice that yep. we're sharing opinions and thoughts on this program uh, based on some of our experiences and thoughts and things we've read, but that every single family matter is unique. And so therefore you must get your own um, consult on all of that stuff. Uh, don't just take what you hear here and run with it. Uh, go and check it out through your own professionals uh, that's what we do tracy how do people get a hold of you if they'd like to uh, make contact um it's tracy at miller-law.ca all right and you can reach me uh, jay west at divorcecom.ca if you want some help uh, managing your communications and changing some of your thought processes around uh, family law matters i'd be happy to have a chat with you and don't forget to like us, follow us, subscribe to us, and share us with anybody and everybody you think could use the information that we provide here. As always, Tracy, thank you so much for this, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Yep. Thanks. Talk to you later. Bye.